Hello, welcome back to the AP Reread. We're your hosts, Kara, Brooke, Kaylee, and Emma. This week's episode is going to be a little different. We're each going to be individually answering um, these three following questions. So we'll just get straight to it. The three questions are, one, what stories mattered most to you as a child and why? Two, what stories or experiences in your high school class mattered most and why? And three, how have you grown as a reader, a consumer of human experience, and how do you hope to keep stories and literature a part of your life after high school? I would say that as a child, as long as a story was captivating, I was sold. Stories that were short and sweet were right up my alley since I had a short attention span. Mostly the typical fairy tales like Goldilocks and the Three Bears or the Three Little Pigs, etc., But if a story was full of details and triggered my curiosity, then I was hooked. One story in specific is one that my aunt actually made up for me. My aunt is only 11 years older than me, so when I was just a little kid, she was the unfortunate teenager who had to sometimes look after me. And so during this time, she went out of her way to make up an elaborate story, most of which I don't remember But I know that she made props that went along with it. And this story had to have involved a flower because she made one out of tissue paper to go along. And her intricate storytelling captured my attention and intrigued me due to all of its moving points. To the point where I still remember the gist of it today. Um, I often gravitated towards stories with happy endings as I was too young to understand the nuances of open-ended stories or deal with the emotions of a sad ending. But that all changed, though, towards the end of elementary school and going into middle school. I discovered book series that I loved, like Harry Potter and Percy Jackson. Their magical elements were unlike anything I'd seen before and made me interested in mythology and magic. Books that I was assigned to read had begun to change as well. No longer was there a happy ending. A more, more emotional conclusions found their way to me through the likes of Bridge of Terabithia or Where the Red Fern Grows. I grew to appreciate the intricate details of a story and saw how certain elements had been foreshadowed. Book series were my favorite because you got to watch the character grow throughout a long duration of time. The series that I read as a preteen in middle school are still some of my favorites, the dystopian Hunger Games and the Maze Runner. I was able to handle mature subject matter and process it clearer, Um, but looking back on myself as a young child to a preteen, my taste in literature definitely changed, but the aspect of entertainment always remained consistent. When I got to high school, English classes were unlike anything I'd experienced beforehand. I was lucky enough to have been placed into advanced English during 8th grade as preparation for high school, but it was not the same, at least to me. I was reading way more books through school than ever before, probably five books a year. And the novels that I've read over the past four years, though, that have stuck with me the most have to be... The Kite Runner, 1984, The Handmaid's Tale, and I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. As previously mentioned, 
I loved dystopian novels. So 1984 and The Handmaid's Tale followed that dystopian route that I grew up loving. So their plots stuck with me the most. I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings read like a work of fiction, but followed Maya Angelou's actual childhood. So that experience was unlike any book I've ever read. And The Kite Runner touched me emotionally in a way that I'll remember forever the first time I read that book. But what these stories ultimately represent during my time in high school is more than just the book itself. My teachers who guided my classmates and I through these texts deserve credit for making these books so special to me. It's through them that I was provided the opportunity to read these works under their wing. It's through my teachers that I learned how to carefully dissect the nuances of literature and discover the deeper meaning behind a text. So while numerous texts have and will continue to stick with me, my teachers deserve the recognition of being my guiding hand to the immense world of literature. And overall, as a reader, I have grown to appreciate the smaller details. Since I focused on dissecting literature and finding its deeper meaning, it's way easier for me to comprehend a text. The range of books I've read all seem to have one thing in common, a connection to the human experience. No matter how far-fetched, there's always a moment of groundedness and relatability. All the books I've read up until this point in my life have shown me different ways of life. Even though most have been fictional, that still doesn't mean it doesn't provide some perspective. I hope to continue my consumption of literature throughout my time after high school as it will always be a source of entertainment and comfort. Stories will always be a part of my life in some shape or form, whether they're verbally shared or read. I think that what I learned in my English classes throughout the course of my life will always stick with me. Um, finding the deeper meaning and maintaining an analytical mindset already tend to come to me naturally so I don't think that aspect will fade away. Generally, I think the stories that matter most were often heavily relying on storytelling and plot. Um, as a child, those with vivid imagery and strong storytelling aspects were crucial in keeping me interested, not being able to intellectualize that more sophisticated text and meaning today. Often books that wrapped up more neatly were needed when you're little, and they follow a simple hero's journey type of format containing a clear lesson at the end. And some books I have reread, such as The Great Gatsby, which has shown me how much um, my capability as a reader has grown. And I saw themes and aspects of human nature I would have never been able to understand the complexities of without learning and going through life. So the more nuanced de details that we often miss as children or abstract concepts we can't put into words were often not huge factors in books we chose. That's why I think stories like Harry Potter and Percy Jackson were really the beginning of a love for reading as they were some of the first books with these exciting plots that kept me captivated and grew my interest. Through these books, or though these books aren't necessarily sophisticated, they teach lessons and have those plot twists and turns that keep young readers and adults alike enthusiastic to read. So basically growing up, I relied on books that had adventure action to keep me engaged more than I do now. Some books, though, like other than the strong action, often seem to reflect my age or interest of the time with books like Junie B. Jones, um, this series called Dork Diaries, and things like The Magic Treehouse and Nancy Drew. 
I just think that relatable protagonists or mysteries heavily appeal as children who have more curiosity and more zeal than ever, but we can't really get into character complexities quite yet. Another general feature in most books I enjoyed were that they were somewhat linear and usually maintained a happy ending. It wasn't until around about fifth, fourth grade I started reading books like Bridget Terabithia or Where the Red Fern Grows, where I truly had books move me to tears or feel strongly touched by a book. So overall, elementary school is when you really begin reading books that don't have a straightforward happy ending per se, but are more bittersweet or even tragic as you can conceptualize the world around you better. In high school class, the most memorable, memorable stories to me personally were probably The Book Thief, The Great Gatsby, To Kill a Mockingbird, Lord of the Flies, and Catcher in the Rye. I did enjoy a lot of the other ones we read like Kite Runner, Purple Hibiscus, The Blue Eye, 1984, and Hamlet, but I think that maybe I just resonated less with them or they were harder to, di- to digest. Um, I think that throughout high school English courses, you read novels with more heavier real themes than before, or those themes are just amplified. And oftentimes, these novels had less of a definitive end than books you read when you were younger, and they challenged the human condition um, in greater ways. So more often, the book connects to societal and philosophical themes, or the plot doesn't need to carry the weight of the book. Um, I also liked reading self-reflection or self-reliance and proof rock last year in um, lit class. Uh, I really felt like it taught me how to look deeper into poetry and had a certain level of relatability in the chosen compositions than I ever had in class before. I feel like I had to work somewhat harder to get through books in class, but they were always pretty impactful and the guided discussions in class helped to give different perspectives than um, I would have really gotten in a middle school course. Um, We often had to find connections to the real world or the so what question much more, whether it was like in text analysis or in opinion essays. So basically I was taught much more in searching for implicit rather than explicit meaning and the books were went beyond a linear plot driven novel. I feel like I have grown as a reader in the sense that novels I read now are much easier to apply or understand in the broader context of the world or what's happening even in my life. Before there may have been a certain level of detachment and it was harder to see that forest we talk about in English class or the larger picture of the novel, but through taking these courses I gradually um, got more substantial meaning from reading. Um, I also learned how to take my own notes and annotate what I think is important even it's even if it's not for just school. I find that it's way easier now to imagine or understand the attitudes or mood the author is trying to portray, whether that's in like human characteristics, setting, or like the vibe, you could say. As I've gone through life and now have observed more types of people and that human experience, by now I've read much more novels from vast points of view and different time frames, which really allows me to empathize with every person and get a better of idea of why things are the way they are. My perspective and idea of the way humans behave and interact with the surroundings have broadened immensely. I really have learned to take more enjoyment in what I'm reading just from having this grounding and books or reading have taught me the transformative and exciting powers that stories can have.
So I plan to keep reading whenever I have free time outside of school, especially in the summer, or just to take a break from the like digital world and pace of everything else. Reading skills and comprehension, along with just enjoying literature, will always appear throughout life as it's used in writing or speaking in college, researching, reading articles, or consuming basically any other form of media. When you stop reading new stories, you stop learning from new ideas and growing knowledge that help you understand your place in the world better and learning new lessons. So I think stories will always just play a key role in how I perceive and make sense of the world around me, be it in a classroom or my personal life. All right, so what stories mattered most to me as a child? Um, I could possibly say that there is one, I don't, I guess it counts as a book or a story. Yeah, it does. Um, it was a comic by, called Smile, and it was pretty much about how one girl, um, lost her, like, two front teeth, and the way that the author, I think her name was Raina, yeah, or Rihanna, I'm not sure, but the way that she was able to portray such great characteristic and just description towards each and every character, it was obviously easy to read since it was a novel but also just because of how the story is being told by giving some point of views of like flashbacks and just things that were just so much relatable to me because it's based on a true story and not a lot of books that are fiction really like or non-fiction actually really make me have myself on the edge of the seat to keep on reading but this one I remember I was so obsessed with that book when I was I I think I was still in elementary school yeah I remember I, I bought that book at the book fair and I was so happy and then she made another book I actually forgot what it was called but I also read that one and I enjoyed it she made a couple of other books but that's when I started becoming more mature not not really but when I was in middle school I didn't really read and yeah not that much anymore um what stories or experiences in your high school class mattered most and why um hmm. I would say high school oh what did we read I would say that one of the most deepest stories that I possibly could have read was um, I I guess I could say The Great Gatsby um I think this mattered to me a lot because since when I was young not that young but when I watched the movie when it just came out I didn't really understand it quite as much but when I got older I did recently watch it this year I was able to actually understand and just process how amazing but different the movie and book are from each other and just with the help of senior year and realizing like this AP literature class makes me dig deeper into the meaning of this it really did help me understand different features that the author has included in the book um have I grown as a reader a consumer of humor human experience and how do you hope to keep stories and literature part of your life after high school 
I've grown as a reader by just realizing that you have to be mature. I've always been the mature person, but honestly, it really does take time and consideration to just really understand why the author wrote this or pretty much why you should give it a chance, you know, and just being able to appreciate all of what I used to read growing up into now. I did take it for granted. I barely read and it kind of does hurt because I remember I used to be obsessed with reading, especially when we had to do those reading logs, how everyone would lie on it. I would actually like <laughs> fill it out super quickly and I was just so into reading and I'd always be excited to buy a new book and I would even ask to get some books from other people, but pretty much I did take it for granted and I do hope soonfully I do get back into reading when I do have free time and I'm not as stressed as I am at the moment because of college and my afterlife of finishing school but if I do have time I'm pretty sure I would get back into it and enjoy everything that I remember from my love of reading yeah to me, when I was younger, the story that mattered the most were the ones that drew me in. I used to be a very picky reader while I was younger, and it would take me a while to pick out books just to, at the library. At a young age, I already knew a lot of stories were made up, but I enjoyed the adventures the characters had gone through, as nothing in the real world comes without work. So when I was younger, I'd usually just get the cool-looking books because, to me, these were the ones that told some type of great story. At a young age, I obviously enjoyed the picture books, for example, the Berenstain Bears, as it helped me imagine what was happening. And as I grew out of the illustrations, I depended more on the descriptions, which I used to take note of. Each note I made about the progression of the story I would use to help create my own stories when we had Free Write Friday. I also enjoyed the cliffhangers, as they would allow my mind to wonder and explore the possible ending, which I would also write down in my free time. As a kid, I always liked the Magic Treehouse books and the Scary Story books, because these books had adventures which were not possible in real life. However, the concept of hard work it can be applied to real life. In the Magic Treehouse, some thematic ideas prevalent were hard work and teamwork, which I thought was very useful at a young age, considering how we had to learn to share our toys and whatnot. And obviously, these books did not have any complexity in the plot. However, the development of the plot with the specific details and action help me develop into the person I am today. As I grew older, I started to read more young adult fiction books that were at the Scholastic Book Fair or at the bookstore. These books would be, for example, the I Survived Disaster series, the Twilight Saga, and any book by Kim Harrington. All of these were very exciting reads to me, as they really captured the adventure that we all dream of going on, and the reality we wish we lived in. I mean, come on, who doesn't want to sparkle like a diamond in the sunlight and live forever? After that, 
I moved into more of the sort of hardcore type of books when I was in middle school. And one summer, I even challenged myself to read 80 books. I began reacting to these books in different ways as I was older. As I read the books that taught me ideas of realistic love and hate, then I was able to relate to them. And it became much easier to see these parallels in real life, even if they were the parallels we wish didn't exist. These hardcore books would be, for example, something like Divergent or Beautiful Creatures or the Morganville Vampire series. All of these had much more complex characters and complex plot, which really challenged me to relate to them in much more sophisticated ways. These books also included more types of thematic ideas that related to the coming-of-age characters, which I've been able to relate to throughout my time reading in middle school and high school. Speaking of high school, I still really enjoyed reading any fiction book. And at one point in my freshman year, I found myself liking the book The Catcher in the Rye. I had never seen or read about a character like Holden Caulfield before, and J.D. Dallinger did an excellent job portraying a confused young adult in a world full of phony. Holden was a very complex character with his family problems and social problems he faced, which the world of literature doesn't really seem to portray as much as I'd hope. This book revealed the absolute most raw truth of reality, which is why the books like to sugarcoat. Many people don't like this book, and it was even banned due to this rough and raw nature, which shows why most people tend to resort to more comforting fictional books, such as those of the fantasy or romance genres, or those that tend to have a happy ending in general. Now, don't get me wrong, I do find these comforting books enjoyable. However, I do like the emotion that comes from the cold hard truth. I could say the same thing about the book 1984, and today we see aspects from this book in government around the world. The ending of 1984 is not exactly jaw-dropping, but it's surprising, as it basically threw away everything the main character Winston had fought for throughout the entire novel. Now that at the end was the cold hard truth that we get, as the author basically just proved to us that humans and characters are vulnerable and may end up falling off at the end. Even though both of these books are fiction, they still portray ideas that many of us can relate to in real life. And this matters to me because it's not a happy ending. And that's important because not everything that we do in the real world had a happy ending to it. And moving on, after high school, I'd like to continue reading and writing. I am in the process of finalizing my psychological thriller novel and I would like to clean that up in the next few months. I can only see improvement in my writing if I keep reading, so I'd hope to branch out to some more mystery and even some more nonfiction novels, only so I can get a better balance of what's out there. 